Hello world, it's your brother Silent Sam. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Well, for one, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello world, we're tapped in with another episode of the Silent Conversations podcast. This is your host, Silent Sound, and we're coming again with another uh, another great topic um, about self-development. Of course, this is what we talk about. Um, peace, positivity, and perspectives. We're sharing perspectives. We're sharing information. Um, and then, you know, we're just providing insight um, on this information. And then from there, hopefully at this point, it inspires you to do your own research. It inspires you to start your journey. It inspires you to continue down your journey of self-development, um, taking time out to think, learn, and grow, um, and just become a better version of yourself. Um, it's less about changing yourself. Um, and more about um, growing into who you really are, um, because things are going to change. Um, but it doesn't mean that what you are or who you are becoming is different. You're ultimately returning back or heading towards your original purpose. You're heading towards who you truly are the further we are in our journey of growth. With that being said, um, a powerful quote that um, resonates with me a lot. Um, I was watching a podcast, um, the Social Proof podcast with David Shans. Um, and one thing that he brought up was your environment would change you before, your, before you change your environment. Your environment will change you before you change your environment. Um, it, it really strikes home because a lot of times what I notice in, in observing and, and preparing for um, different things that I'm doing for my podcast, different content pieces that I'm creating, um, or just learning about different areas of self-development, um, the common thread that I see a lot of people, specifically mentors, um, life coaches, um, individuals, uh, entrepreneurs, anybody who coaches individuals, they always speak to your associates, your environment, um, and then your habits. But the common thread is definitely environment. Um, typically, our habits are formed from our environment. Typically, our associates are um, who we tend to be around because of our environment, because they all are linked or connected to each other. Um, but that environment is what I want to speak about today. And there's so many different levels of what environment means. Um, there's so many different degrees of environment that we have to take into consideration when we're growing because we don't want to leave any rocks un, unturned because there could be um, some form of weakness. There could be some form of opportunity that we have that we need to work on or that we need to strengthen Um that we don't want to just fall into just looking at the typical areas of environment, like the physical environments that we find ourselves in. Um, specifically, what I want to talk about today is social media. Um, we live, especially post-pandemic, 
we live in an environment where, based off of studies, 97% of time is spent indoors for the average person. The average person spends 97% of their time inside. Excuse me, I take that back. Let me make sure I look in this, this correctly. Excuse me. 93% of our time is indoors. From there, we have 5% of our time is inside of a car. Which then leaves us around 2% of our time remaining outside so our environment at this point in life is not as much physical as it is mental right so when we're speaking about social media we create an environment for ourselves on our timeline my question in this particular episode is what the social what does your social media timeline what is your timeline say about you does your timeline truly reflect the vision that you have for your life We have over 4.4 billion people across the world on social media. There's countless amounts of platforms and applications. Um, You know, there's the top 10 social media platforms. But across these platforms, there's 4.4 billion people on social media, which is basically a little bit um, a little bit over half the population on the earth is on social media with that being said the average person is spending 2.5 hours on social media a day about uh, uh, 142 minutes a day on average is spent on social media with that being said as well on the back end of that by 2024 there will be another 225 billion dollars that will be spent in ad Uh, and advertisements and and marketing to put things in front of you as you are spending your two and a half hours per day on social media. When we look at the numbers, um, the numbers are kind of mind boggling to me. Uh, When we look at different social media platforms, you got 200 million tweets sent out a day. You have over 2 billion uh, YouTube videos that are uploaded or viewed um, on a regular basis every day. Social media has become an environment that we have to be careful about how we are existing in these environments. Our timeline tells us a lot about ourselves because timelines and algorithms have been created to either help you or to destroy you. But you kind of control that. Um, And it's not really a kind of control. You really control that based off of your usage on social media. With that being said, algorithms are created or the algorithms are in place to continue to give you what you say you like to see. Um, Similar to the way our brain works, our brain doesn't know what we want and what we don't want. It knows what we focus on. So the more we focus on content on social media the more the algorithms believe that we want more of that content in front of us so it's going to continue to push to the top of your timeline 
the content that you view and engage with and share the most. The pages that you engage with the most are the pages that you will see the most. Many people have problems with algorithms because they feel as if, you know, we have uh, terminology like shadow bans and we have terminology like uh, or, or situations that people bring up where, where your post may only see 5 to 10% of your following. But that's purely based on the people that follow you and their usage on Instagram along with your uses on Instagram or your usage on Twitter or your usage on on YouTube or Facebook or LinkedIn or Snapchat all of these things have machines or computers who are collecting data based off of usage to determine what you should continue to see so whatever you're focusing on will be continued to be pushed in front of you There's countless documentaries, there's countless articles that you can look up to really get into the deep dive of the analytics of how algorithms work, how your timeline is uh, either used against you or used um, to your benefit, but you control that. What I want to kind of highlight today is we want to make sure that we're in control of our environment. The things that we follow, the things that we engage with, the things that we share with others is being pushed on our timelines for us to constantly see. With that being said, if we are constantly sharing, viewing, and engaging in negative content, we're going to continue to have negative content pushed onto our timelines. With it being constantly pushed on your timeline, so again, we're on t- on Instagram or we're on Twitter, we're on social media for an average of 2.5 hours a day. If we look at the grand scheme of thing, that's a total of 38 days out of 365 days total is spent on Instagram every year. If you were to put those two and a half hours together, we spend 38 days worth of time on social media for most of us looking at things that aren't beneficial to our life, looking at things that don't truly reflect how we want our life to look looking and feeling and seeing and sharing things that we don't really want in our life, but we have convinced ourselves or convinced the algorithms that this is what we want to be continued to be um, sold. This is what we want to be continually pushed in front of us. This is what we like. This is what we want. This is what we engage with. So this is what we're going to continue to get. Recently, I went through... um, This may have been about four months ago, five months ago. I went through a detox on social media. I unfollowed um, anywhere between 1,200 to 1,400 accounts. I didn't realize that over the time, you know, you follow people, you want to support everyone, you know, especially when you have a positive um, intent behind yourself. You're like, okay, I'll give you a follow. You know, I'll support your campaign, um, your business. Um, But we have to understand that not everybody uses social media the way that you may use social media, the way I may use social media. I may use social media to be able to make content that I feel is inspirational, um, that I feel is is, uh, conducive to my brand and and it correlates back to my podcast and just keeps my brand moving forward where I'm able to market um, and use my influence in a positive way. But not everybody has that intent. Some people use social media as entertainment. Some people use social media as like a diary or a place to vent and express themselves. Some people use social media as a place to keep up 
with family and friends. Some people use social media as a, a lure to a, a acquire attention, to be able to make themselves feel better and give themselves confidence. Some people use social media for business and advertising and marketing and branding. Um, and in turn, uh, their views, their followers, and monetize them for other opportunities. But not everybody is using social media the same. So with that being said, when we follow individuals not knowing what they're using social media for, we're now opening ourselves to be exposed to what they feel and think and what they engage with. So they may today have a bad day and they want to share. They want to vent. They want to uh, post uh, negative content about something that they may be going through or about someone who hurt their feelings or somebody they feel disrespected them. What does that do for you when you are observing this content? How beneficial, how much support are you really giving to their business if they're not talking about their business, they're venting about some disagreement that they have with one of their friends or they're posting some meme that is derogatory towards women or towards men or they're speaking down on a particular race or they're speaking um, highly of something that is negative or destructive to the community. How does that affect you? Um, We spoke in previous episodes and other pieces of content that you are what you eat. You are what you consume. So if you're only consuming negative information, if you're only consuming people's personal information, their personal, uh, what they may deem as bad moods and bad moments or what they may think is a joke, which we know that many jokes have truth in them. We know that many times sarcasm is lined with true intention and true feelings. So when people post things, how does it affect you? When people post and share things with you, how does it affect you? If someone is constantly sending you, uh, let's say, bar fights, or they're, they're sending you police brutality videos, or they're sending you videos that talking about how men ain't this and women ain't that, and this person's a gold digger, and this person is a womanizer, and this person is... Um, uh, uh, Whatever the word may be, whatever the adjective may be, something that isn't pertaining to your goals, your outlook, your vision, your mood, your reason for being on social media. Why do we continuously follow? Why do we engage? Why do we share? Why do we still support these things if it doesn't support us? We're talking about self-development. We're talking about personal growth. So if you're working on yourself, but yet you're consuming content that isn't beneficial to you, how are you able to develop yourself into a better version? That becomes the question. What does your timeline say about you? This is social media. This is not real life. This is the internet. So you not following someone, you choosing to unfollow somebody who may not have the most positive content, that doesn't share anything that's upbuilding, that doesn't share anything of any purpose, that doesn't share anything of any originality, is only providing you loopholes of things that have existed for years, is only sharing content that is uh, only of temporary pleasure, but of no real substance, of no real substance. Sharing content with you that doesn't build you up, only sharing content that reiterates or continues to push the mindsets of being stagnant, the mindset of negative of negativity, the mindset of complacency, the mindset of popular opinion, which isn't about growth. You should be unfollowing them. 
Why are you continuing to engage in this content? Sometimes I've noticed that people will just like posts just because they know the person, but the content that they're liking is being pushed on their timeline. You may not even like the post. You may not like the caption. You may not like the image that this person portrayed, but you're liking it because you feel that I'm just going to support this person regardless. But are you really supporting them? Are you really helping them if you're engaging with content that isn't beneficial to you, the community, or them? That's that's my question. That's something that I think about a lot about for myself. Um, because you can definitely be to your own detriment by just engaging with posts that you don't truly believe in. You're engaging with posts that you don't truly support, but you're just engaging with them because you don't want to don't want to uh, step on the wrong toes, or you don't want to seem like you're not supportive, or you don't want to seem like you're not a real friend. This is the internet. It's all fake. It's all smoke and mirrors. If it's, I made a post the other day. If it's not adding to you, it's subtracting from you. If it's not multiplying your results, it's dividing your effort. So just because you're following everybody that has an Instagram page or everybody that has a Facebook page or everybody that has a Twitter page or a Snapchat or LinkedIn or a YouTube channel, if you're just following everybody just to follow them, what is it doing to you? How is it affecting you to see these things in your timeline, see these things in your history, these things continually pushed in front of you that is not constructive to you? What is it doing to your development? I'll tell you, for me personally, when I was constantly um, consuming negative content, I began to have a negative mindset. You begin to believe a lie the more you continue to hear the lie. The more you continue to promote this lie, the more the lie seems real. It's still a lie. It's still not the truth. It's still fake. But you can convince yourself if two and a half hours a day you're watching lies. You're watching negativity. You're watching depressed things. You're watching things that are not upbuilding. You will begin to think like that because you are what you consume. What you see is what you get. The more you look at negativity, the more you will be able to only notice negativity. The more you focus on positivity, the more positivity becomes more noticeable. The more positivity becomes more familiar. So my question to you is what does your timeline say about you what does your timeline say about your vision for your life does your timeline reflect how you want your life to look i've taken time out to make sure that i don't follow a lot of individuals that don't share content that is likable by me because if i like a post i want more of that post so I'm only going to like posts that have motivational content, educational content, upbuilding, inspirational content. Yeah, humor is good, but too much of anything can be to your detriment. That's where moderation comes into play. Yeah, it's okay to have memes, share memes, but not all things need to be shared with anybody. Sometimes you may want to just enjoy it for yourself. Because just because you find some form of humor in it or you may see that this find some type of positive in it you don't know what the next person is going through and how they may interpret what you send them hmm maybe you're sending something that you think is funny and they find it offensive hmm so how are you affecting this next person how are you affecting this person's timeline that you thought because you liked it, they're going to like it. Let me send it to them. Now I am pushing something that they may not be supportive of. They may not need that or want that in their life. 
But yet I'm going to keep sending it to them. You know what I used to think? I used to think that if I don't respond to it, if I don't respond to this uh, shared content, that maybe they'll stop sending it to me. That doesn't that doesn't stop anybody from sending you content. We got to understand the individuals are spending two and a half hours a day minimum or average a day on social media. That means average. That means there's some individuals that may be spending eight hours a day. You know, there's a way that you can see that. You can look at social media. You can look at your screen time. You can see what applications you've been on all day, all week. And you can find out how much time you spend on social media. Then you can look at your social media timeline and you can say, now in the two and a half hours I've spent on this on this app or on these apps, because on average, each person, you know, remember we said we have 4.4 billion people on social media. Of those 4.4 billion, the average person has about eight different social media platforms that they're checking on a regular basis. So in that two and a half hours, you're checking across eight different platforms on average. What is it doing to your life? What is it doing to your time? What is it doing to your vision to constantly check these things and if those time if your timelines or if your social media platforms those accounts are not saturated with things that are building you up if you're going to spend a lot of time on it at least spend time encouraging yourself uh promoting yourself upbuilding yourself contributing to positive communities but if you're going to spend a lot of your time on a platform that's only promoting your destruction it's only promoting you to exhaust uh, your savings, to exhaust your hard-earned money, your hard-earned time. This, if this is supposed to be something that you use for entertainment, but you're not really entertained, you're just scanning, scanning information, scanning information, just hoping to find something that might make you laugh, hoping to find something that might make you smile, hoping to find something that you might want to invest in. But the majority of it is not good. Because we have created timelines that doesn't reflect what we really want in life. We just we just continue the loophole. A lot of us. Not to say all of us are like that. But a lot of us do. A lot of us do. Now, the next thing is to say, what are you going to do about your timeline? Are you going to make the sacrifices and unfollow some people that you may know personally because they aren't promoting things that is conducive to your personal growth, to your mental health, to your physical health, to your spiritual health, to your emotional health? Are you willing to make those sacrifices for your betterment? If they're really your friend, you unfollowing them on in the Internet shouldn't affect that relationship, especially if you've communicated and you know that they, oh, excuse me, that you communicated with them and they know that you're on a path of trying to grow. You're working to be in a positive mind frame. If they don't want to send you or talk to you or send you things that are positive and you decide to unfollow them and they take it personal, then where are they really your friend to begin with? Do they really respect you? Do they really, do they really want to see the betterment of you if they can't control their, uh, they can't control their urge to want to send you content that may not be uh, conducive to your growth. So, again, what does your timeline say about you? What does your timeline say about your vision for yourself? Does it reflect it? Or is it the complete opposite? 
we can a lot of times look at our environments as to why we aren't where we want to be. A lot of us have goals and visions. We have outlooks on life. We have places that we want to go in the future. But what are we doing to get there? What environment are we placing us to keep us inspired, motivated, working, consistent, disciplined to reach those goals? What are we doing to encourage ourselves? What environments are we placing ourselves in is the question that we should be asking ourselves. Whether it's physical, whether it's digital, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, spiritual, what environments are you in? And are they conducive to your growth? Social media is powerful. Social media can do a lot of good. But we've also seen what social media has done a lot of bad. What is your timeline doing for you? What does your timeline say about you? What does your timeline say about the vision that you have for yourself? Start choosing better things to consume and watch how you change into something better for yourself. Think better thoughts, use better words, have better moods. But we can't do that if we're constantly putting ourselves in digital or physical or mental, emotional, spiritual environments that are not conducive to that. And it starts with our social media for a lot of us. If that's what we're spending the majority of our time, again, self-development is an infinite process. If part of your development is to grow financially, once you grow financially, there's other parts of your life that you can be working on. Because maybe while you were sacrificing some things to reach that financial goal, now that you've reached that goal, now you need to work on some of those family goals, work on some of those personal goals, those friendship goals, those those emotional, those mental goals that you have in order to give yourself peace again. Because, yes, you've reached a level of success, but that doesn't mean you stop growing. That doesn't mean you stop going up. You constantly elevate until you can't elevate any further. Just because you made it to the 63rd floor on the elevator does not mean you stop. There's hundreds of floors of development. It doesn't matter how far you think you've gotten, there's still work to be done. The moment that you think your job is done, is that's what you need to be working on. That's what you need to be working on. You're becoming complacent. There's always something to be worked on. There's always rooms for, for growth. There's always room for development. But are you willing to go down that road? Are you willing to make sacrifices? Are you re- willing to set goals, take action, hold yourself accountable, adjust to where you need to adjust, change your environment when it's not beneficial to you? Are you willing to do so in order to be successful? Are you willing to do so in order to be happy? Are you willing to do so in order to find peace? Are you willing to do so in order to become the person that you truly want to become? I leave you with that. This is the Silent Conversations podcast. We're always sharing peace, positivity, and perspective. As always, think, learn, grow. If you're a living thing, if you're living, you're growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. So, Let's make sure we take time to grow. Every day, this is 2022, every day we should be taking a step forward towards the direction of our goals, towards the direction of our vision. Every day we should be doing something to better ourselves. It could be starting with detoxing our social medias. If you're not sure where to start on your goals, start with your environment. Change what you consume. Change the people that you're around. Change the things that you do. Change your habits. 
If you find yourself in a loophole of doing the same thing every day, that might be the first thing that you might want to work on is add some disruption into that. Let's let's switch it up. Whatever you've been doing, let's add something, a positive, constructive habit in between that and see how that changes your life. It's your brother Silent Sound. It's your brother Silent Sound. <laughs> oh, man, we keep it natural here. As always, peace, positivity, and perspective. I appreciate you tapping into the Silent Conversations podcast. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. That's the number one Silent Sound. Follow the podcast as well. That's the Silent Conversations with an S podcast on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we got the Twitter, the Silent Convo. We're going to get that going. It's a lot coming up. 2022 is the year of consistency, the year of expression. We're going to continue to keep putting out content. We're going to keep getting better at it. We're going to keep getting um, um, elevated in our growth with this content. So definitely tap in, like, share, um, leave a review. Uh, leave a five-star review if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're catching the podcast at. Subscribe, download, share, leave a comment, leave a review. Tell me what you think. Matter of fact, for this particular episode, in the comments, in the review section, tell me what you're going to do about your timeline today. Are you going to unfollow some accounts? Are you going to follow some new accounts to kind of add some more positivity? What are you going to do? with your social medias today to make them better reflect the vision that you want for yourself. As always, have a blessed day. Let's go do some work. Let's take some action. And as always, peace.